For some people, the Vietnam War isn't over. Today on the world. I'm Marco Werman. Tim O'Brien fought in Vietnam, then wrote about his experiences. He doesn't expect President Obama's Vietnam visit will bring closure for everyone. For every dead or wounded veteran, there's a, a mother out there somewhere in Florida or Mississippi who 40 five years after the war, it hasn't ended for her. After Vietnam, the president heads to Hiroshima, a place with its own dark history. But politicians here and in Japan don't like going there. They are not revisiting history. They are making a symbolic statement, which is meaningful, about the hopes or prospects or policies for a non-nuclear future. Those stories coming up on The World. We've got a lot on the show for you today, including a great interview with Tim O'Brien and Phil Clay, two writers who once served in the armed forces in Vietnam and Iraq. With President Obama in Vietnam this week, I asked Tim and Phil for their thoughts on that visit by the man who brought troops home from Iraq. That's coming up later on the show. We begin, though, with an update on a different story, one we've been following for a while, refugees and the dismantling of the migrant camp in Idomeni in Greece. Today, Greek authorities began bulldozing the camp, which is near the border with Macedonia. Thousands of people have been staying there in recent months. Now those migrants are being forced to relocate to a more permanent camp. Jean Carsonson has reported for us from Idomeni. Today, she says journalists were not allowed to get very close to the camp. But I was able to see around the perimeter and see all the police. Uh, you can see many, many riot police uh, around the perimeter of the camp, and I could see many of the buses that have been arriving all day. The main point of all of this is to get the people out of this camp by moving them to official camps elsewhere in Greece. So they're being taken away uh, in these buses, and they hope to have this done within about a week or two. I know since you were at a distance, hard to say, but were you able to get a read uh, on some of the moods and emotions of the people who were getting on these buses? It's hard to tell at the distance. I, I certainly know there there hasn't been violence, and everybody is very thankful for that. But I can tell you in my days reporting in the last week, I've spent a lot of time with refugees, and I got a sense of the place as a bit of a village, and the conditions were very poor indeed, but people were nonetheless able to form communities. And many people I spoke to said they just didn't want to go to one of these government sanctioned camps. They preferred to stay where they were. And I sort of got the feeling that Edomani had become a symbol for a lot of people of hope, of hope that the original dream they had of safety when they left their war-torn countries and that they would be welcomed by Europe, Edomani is the last place where they can hold on to that hope. I also think they want to be safe, and many families especially are going to go wherever will be safest for their children. But nonetheless, I, I know that many of the people there are not happy about going. Well, I mean, a, a lot's at stake because, as you told us earlier this week, uh, some of these people are starting to contemplate going back to the war-torn situations they came from in Syria, in Iraq. Uh, so with the demolition of this camp, what's next for them? Well, I think what's next for most of them is getting hopefully registered so that they can apply for asylum in Greece or for relocation if they qualify into other European countries 
or for family reunification. I think one of the biggest disgraces of this whole process has been these refugees that were trapped when the border closed and the policies changed, they were promised access to these programs and swift, uh, fair, individual assessment of their cases. And most, the vast majority of these refugees have not even spoken to any, anybody about what their case is and why they're, why they're here, why they're applying for asylum. So honestly, I think for most of them, hopefully the next step will be some access to that system. Gene, you've seen the new camp or a new camp. How do you think their lives will change, uh, the, these asylum seekers, once they get to this camp? Well, I only saw one camp on Sunday. It's outside of Thessaloniki. It's a huge warehouse. It must have been some sort of industrial facility. And now it's just completely empty with military...